Good morning. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. South Carolina is now one of two states with the highest number of flu cases in the country. New data from state health officials show there are now more flu hospitalizations than at any point in the last several years. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards is joining us now. Now, Destiny, this is one of several unsettling trends with this disease. That's right, Kia. In the Palmetto State, new data is showing that there's been an earlier rise in hospitalizations compared to the last six years. More specifically, there have been 18 deaths and more than 1,500 hospitalizations tied to the flu this season. With Christmas now behind us and New Year's Eve this weekend, South Carolina health official Dr. Martha Buchanan says they fear that flu case numbers could continue to go up. We're not done with flu yet. We don't know if we've peaked. We don't know if the numbers are gonna to continue to go up or if they're gonna go down. Wash your hands regularly, wear a mask if you're at risk or you're concerned, um, cover your cough and sneezes, and please stay home if you're sick. Health officials continue to stress that the best way to prevent hospitalizations with COVID and the flu is to get vaccinated. But experts do say that vaccinations have been down this year. Only 42% of Americans have gotten their flu shot. And then when it comes to the COVID booster shot, the updated one that came out in September, only 18% of Americans have gotten that shot. Live in Dilworth this morning, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Today to board today's top stories in your morning rush. An update this morning to a story we first brought you earlier this month. A man now behind bars for a deadly shooting in East Charlotte. CAPD says Matthew Witt Stein turned himself in Tuesday. He's now charged with murder in the death of Ricky Burris. Burris was shot at the Heritage Apartments on Snow Lane December 3rd. This weekend, folks are going to be getting together in support of Cat's bus driver that was shot by a stray bullet. Xavier, Xavier Austin rather was hit when driving a bus last week. You're looking at video from when it happened. Now, several prominent members of the community, including Mecklenburg County Sheriff McFadden, are set to speak at the event about the need for better safety on public transportation. The Salisbury Fire Chief responding this morning to claims of staffing shortages in the department. Chief Robert Parnell says right now the department only has four openings out of 86 positions. He says on the day after Christmas, two firefighters had to call out due to sickness and a death in the family, but the department was able to bring two in, two backups in. I'm Chris Pallone in Washington, and we've learned of another Israeli-American who has died as a result of the October 7th terrorist attacks. 70-year-old Judy Weinstein has been confirmed dead. It's unclear whether she was killed by Hamas since her captivity or if she died from wounds suffered on October 7th. Just last week, we learned that her husband has also died. At least six Americans remain in Hamas custody today. Bringing it back home, new data this morning shows Medicaid expansion is off to a strong start in North Carolina. More than 280,000 people already have coverage. The Medicaid expansion was just launched in the state back on December 1st. Data for the year isn't complete yet, but these early numbers suggest Medicaid expansion should grow significantly in the year ahead. And that's it for your morning rush. Looking ahead, some new laws taking effect here in North Carolina. Here are three changes going to effect on New Year's Day. First up, new rules for folks holding a driver's learner's permit. A new law will require them to hold their permit for nine months. Now, before the pandemic, folks had to hold a permit for a year before getting their license. Number two, get ready for more license plate readers. Starting Monday, the Department of Transportation will be allowed to partner up with the SBI 
for a pilot program. Now, they say it'll help find criminal suspects and it will not be used for traffic violations. And three, new regulations for addiction recovery and treatment centers. The law will force centers to use easy to understand language about the services they actually provide. We have a full list of the new laws going into effect inside the WCNC Charlotte mobile app. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. This morning, the mother of a teen who died at the South Carolina Department of Juvenile Justice is calling for change. 16-year-old Easley Jeffcoat died at the hospital after a suicide attempt while at the facility. Now there's an investigation into that agency. A Kentucky man is behind bars this morning after police say he held a missing 16-year-old from Fayetteville hostage. They say Zachary Jones kept the girl under a trap door in his bedroom for several weeks. He's now facing multiple charges, including a number of sexual crimes. We're learning this morning convicted murderer Alec Murdoch will be back in court next year to argue why he deserves a new trial. Murdoch's legal team claims the clerk of court tampered with a jury. Murdoch's next court appearance is set for January 29th. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. Now we're going to start with this live look this morning from Beach Mountain. We're in for a chilly weekend across the area. And for lots of you, that means heading up to the mountains to ski or snowboard. And if you've been skiing for a while, then you've noticed that skis are getting smaller. Advances in ski technology are completely changing the kinds of conditions that people can ski on. Let's connect the dots. Throughout the 1900s, there was primarily one option when it came to skis. Those were three-inch boards that made it difficult to get down the mountain unless there were perfect snow conditions on the slopes. But as more people started to pick up the sport, well, the options expanded. By the early 2000s, ski manufacturers started releasing skis made of carbon fiber with shovel-like tips. This made it a lot easier to get over any type of snow, especially powder. But today, powder can be hard to come by, especially here on the East Coast. On hard snow, like we see more in our neck of the woods, those wide skis can feel like a butter knife. So skinnier, more sleek skis are coming back into style as folks are met with different conditions on the slopes. And the new advances make it easier for beginners. That's because they rip through snow and plow through just about anything else, making it more ideal for those who are just starting out. And that's connecting the dots. It's almost done. 2023, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Just practicing, of course. So we're talking about the 31st, some unique things to do around town. How about go on a run? Maybe start those New Year's resolutions early. Now you can register. The pre-registration is done, but you can register at the gates. $47, and it's pretty cool, though. It's, everything's lit up. It's a 5K. It's a five-mile race. If this is your thing, you need to have a headlamp. It's from 1030 to 1 a.m., so literally, you're running into the new year. This is a good bang for your buck. Now, most New Year's events are super expensive, but this is the fifth annual Hoppin New Year's Eve party, so it's from 8 p.m. to 1 at Hoppin. Now, it's $85 to $100. I know that, that seems like a lot, but you get uh, dollar beers, dollar wine, half off liquor, but then there's free apps, late night pizza, photo booth, a free champagne toast. So some of these are over $200 and you don't get anything included. This is unique. This is the Cuban Masquerade Ball at El Piero Restaurant. So it's from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. You just have to make sure to get your reservations ahead of time. Free to reserve, though, but there's going to be a cute menu, a live band, dancing, champagne toast. It's going to be a really good year 
don't forget your mass, of course. Now, New Year's Eve bash at Goldie's. This is 7 to 2 o'clock. Cost is $75. Festive cocktails. You have a late night bites from 10 to midnight and also live performances all day long. But here's the best one. New Year's Eve in CLT, CLT NYE. We have 8 p.m. is the start time, so this event is free. This is the best one. Look at that crowd from last year. You have DJ, live music, and of course, you have the dropping of the Queen City Crowner. That is going to be ringing in the new year, and this is the only place to catch fireworks in Uptown starting at midnight. All right. Well, a lot to go around, so happy new year, everyone. Hope you had a great year. 2024 is going to be fantastic. Your finger on the pulse. Got it. Those are my fave five. <laughs> That's uh, right. Me and our producer, uh, Jeb, we really comb through all the best ones. So those are the five uh -huh. you need to get and make go. sure to end the year. Well, I'll be asleep because I'll be here the next day. Me too. <laughs> but I hope you all have fun. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.